Hello everyone. Uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us uh, Mr. Vicky Jain, who is the founder of Unova, uh, which is a SaaS platform for human resource management. Uh, hi, Vicky. Welcome to ELI. Hi, Ria. Uh, I, I would request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. Sure. Uh... Uh, first of all, thank you for inviting me over here, uh, Priya, and uh, no, uh, hello everyone whoever is listening to this podcast. It's great to be here. Uh, a quick introduction about uh, myself. I'm Vicky Jain, founder and CEO at Unova HRMS. Uh, we, what we're trying to do is we're trying to build the world's smartest HR platform. By smart, what I mean is easy to use, cost-effective, and intelligent. Uh, by education, I am an engineer plus an MBA. Uh, I did my engineering from uh, Mumbai University, born and brought up here in Mumbai, uh, and did my MBA from IBS, which uh, is Hyderabad based, but uh, I did from Pawai campus. I belong to a uh, you know, Marwadi family. So mm -hmm. it has been like, you know, uh, business uh, has always been very, uh, it's not new to this uh, community, but uh, of course, entrepreneurship and uh, getting into the tech side of it is definitely. Because uh, most of our you know, community has been into the trading business rather than you know creation of something. So uh, that's a quick uh, background about me. Uh, uh, you can you know uh, anything else you would want me to you know uh, focus on reality. Uh, no, uh, we want uh, we will now deep, uh, um, um, dive into you know what and understand what it uh, does. But first of all, uh, I'm a little curious about the name. Uh, you know, how did you arrive at this name? What is the meaning behind it? See, honestly, it doesn't have any meaning. And uh, uh, the logic was also very, very, you might find it a little uh, uh, kind of, uh, you can say a bit, a bit childish on how we arrived at that name. But it was just like, you know, a brainstorming session and then we thought of it. So the logic behind that was... Uh, uh, we started our company right after my college when you know we, we, we passed engineering in 2008 and uh, the world was going through a recession at that point of time and we had kind of nothing to do so we started our company and we got into our product business in 2012 uh, which is in the name of unova uh, my company is called convergence it services private limited on papers but uh, unova is the brand or the product name you can say now the logic behind putting a word, we we were all you know uh, brainstorming, and the only only condition that I had put forward is, okay, the name should have V U V and W in it. Uh, the reason was I have one of you know during uh, a numerology session, someone had told me long time back, okay, uh, if you get U V W in a particular name, it has a lot of luck and you know a uh, lot of. Uh, um, it's like, you know, uh, God's uh, blessings are there always. So that's why, you know, <laughs> it was there. And we, we just came up with this name and thought this looks good. This sounds interesting. Let's use this and uh, move forward. Interesting. Uh, there are uh, at least uh, hundreds of uh, HRMS platforms out there in market. I personally have used uh, around 10 HRMS like uh, Great HR, Bamboo, and uh, Oracle. Uh, would like to understand what is uh, unique about Unova? What differentiates uh, Unova from others? 
So uh, now this is something uh, which my customers have told me. Honestly, uh, I have not. So there are many many HR uh, tech or HRMS which probably concentrate on just one journey of the entire life cycle, be it recruitment, be it just employee life cycle, uh, be it the PMS or yeah, there is no there are very few which are end to end. So mm-hmm. that is one of the differentiating factors. Uh, like a lot of HRMs actually are payroll software. They're mm-hmm. not HRMs. Uh, I personally think HR has four major key areas of, you know, uh, key responsibility areas. Uh, one is talent uh, management, which is basically uh, your, you know, employee lifecycle management, or uh, uh, data management, leave attendance, uh, you know, exit, onboarding, etc. Which major HRMs is focused around this part of mm-hmm. you know, uh, HR uh, 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 KRA. Then there is uh, talent development or talent acquisition. Let me take that first. Talent acquisition is basically ATS, recruitment, mm-hmm. hiring, a lot of uh, tools around that as well. Then comes talent uh, development, performance, L&D. You know, e-learning, training, L&D, etc. Et Again, many, many different tools around there as well. And most one very you know uh, important thing which most of the uh, HR ministers do not have is the talent engagement or do not address is the talent engagement. Engagement is basically you know connecting with them, you know knowing the pulse of your employees, their happiness, they are you know uh, maybe doing polls, surveys, having an intranet in place, etc. etc. Mm. So uh, one of the differentiating factors about our HR is it addresses all these four areas. Okay. So now why why is this important? This all these four areas together, if they are automated, that that will make your HR uh, or HR function more strategic rather than transactional, and that is what you know is the future of uh, um, HR. I would say a lot of transactional stuff can will be managed by you know software like ours, and HR has to get into a strategic role where they can actually move the people maturity you know pro, uh, or make the people management processes more more mature. NHL. So that's what you know uh, differentiates uh, overall as an offering. Uh, and in terms of differentiating factors about the product, uh, my customers have told me this. I'm not saying you know this by my yeah. Um, it is very easy to use. It is very uh, you know cost effective. It is intelligent. Uh, it is flexible. These are you know four major differentiating factors which customers have told me. That's why they have you know opted uh, for Unova compared to other. You know, HRMSs, which are already there, you know, available in the market. Got you. Uh, what is the, uh, I'm assuming the core business model is uh, a subscription-based SaaS model. Is that correct or yeah. is there any other yes. models around? Yes, it is SaaS. Got Simple SaaS model. Got you. Um, uh, take us through the journey of developing, building Innova. Like, how did you decide that this is what you want to do, why HRM is, and what was your initial hypothesis? So, uh, actually, we started, let me, you know, take you, uh, start a little earlier before, you know, uh, this product inception, what had happened. Uh, we started our company, which, and we earlier, initially used to do uh, complete, you know, custom development, uh, building smaller websites, mobile apps, etc., etc., purely services. Uh, then uh, one day we you know got a requirement uh, and when i was setting up this up i realized the importance of having an you know some or the other system in place so i 
actually you know uh, i and my first you know uh, my co-founders uh, built a, a small intranet for ourselves wherein mm-hmm. we could park certain things wherein we could you know have a small lee module also and you know uh, do discussions and uh, have you know uh, chat etc etc and of course all of that was built using uh, tools which won't cost us anything like you know uh, the same could i could have you know a bottle uh, say a license of some internet software or something but you were completely bootstrap uh, and we thought we build something then uh, one of the customers gave us a very similar requirement and he said i am chasing a product uh, i'm trying to buy a product but those guys are not entertaining me and he said okay uh, okay then then came the idea of the you know internet wherein we first built an internet product which was completely around you know uh, it's like a mini creating a mini linkedin or uh, uh, you know insta or facebook for your own organization so we built uh, we, we, we launched that as a product we realized that we, we could actually you know uh, be the first one and we were actually one of the you know uh, very initial players of having social internet built out of india and you know uh, for the for the masses uh, so uh, 2012 was the time when we launched our internet product we we got initial good customers also like exim bank and you know capital first and uh, a few you know uh, big names but we soon realized that uh, internet is very very early for the indian market mm. uh, we used to take almost 6 months of you know uh, time to close the sale and that to uh, cost was definitely a lot you know uh, compared to the western or the european markets cost was a major factor here as well so then we thought of uh, kind of getting kind of you know uh, vertically uh, expanding it uh, and hrms was one of the very very uh, uh, you know uh, space wherein we could we, we thought this this could be a good easy uh, kill to you know start with the hrms offering because there is a need in the market there is there are products which which are doing this the talent management part but not any we can probably clear both and you know go to the hr uh, folks for uh, their and and offer them this service uh, then we we had a few customers who were already using our internet we moved we we pitched them the solution they bought the hrms and that was the inflection point where people started referring us also and we got you know a lot of uh, referrals and coverage and uh, post that we we have been fortunate enough to get a lot of big customers like kodak bank users my users of you know uh, modules of my software then there are big uh, you know uh, mncs like you know more, more than 3 lakh people uh, use my software today on a daily basis so postcard it has been a very very nice you know uh, journey so that is how the idea of hrms came into uh, you know uh, came into shape overall got you uh would like to understand the product building process like uh, 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 you you got a requirement from a client and you built uh, you, you or you modified your existing internet and uh, deployed there but you know how how did you go about productizing it uh, selling to other clients and packaging it creating a mvp out of it and how did you test in the market like if this is working if it is a uh, Uh, market fit so, uh, got it got it yeah of course you know very important thing for any product uh, or in in the journey of any product product market fit is mm. you know i, I think 90% of the products fail there only uh, it doesn't fit the market so how did we go about this one one fortunate thing was we we were given 
uh, a problem statement by someone who is already a customer. Uh, we built something and set it up. And then what we've done is uh, we tried and uh, you know, tried to pitch the similar offering to a similar company. Like a media company started, you know, the first HRMS was over there. Then we got into some more media companies, tried to understand, okay, you know, would this product be a fit? Honestly, uh, initial days, many people have varied uh, you know, kind of requirements. Then we hired a few HR experts also consultants also who could help us understand okay, okay uh, what you might have built might work for one but one size fits all might not be the case so we need to kind of generalize then then we got into you know uh, getting uh, as i said more consultants who gave us uh, ideas about uh, the law of the land and and, and, and if you see hr uh, space uh, some part of it is completely governed by the law uh, like mm. for example payroll or um, PF reduction, etc. They're going to be straightforward. Uh, there's no innovation required over there. You just mm. need an expert to tell you how to calculate. There are certain areas wherein a uh, lot of uh, you know UX is uh, important. Performance management, uh, example. Mm. There you cannot. It's not governed by a law. Every company has a different DA, and uh, it's, it's the adoption is completely you know very, very much directly proportional to how. When you are given the user experience, so uh, we you know hired a few experts who could help us build better UX, and slowly went on to uh, taking it to similar customers because the chance of having a success is fifty percent higher when you try and sell the same thing to a similar customer. Similar thing to a similar customer. If you go like if if we would have gone from a media company to a manufacturing unit, we would have and honestly, and there were certain cases we 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 failed also. And it took the product, tried to set it up in a manufacturing unit. It failed badly. And then we realized, you know, we, we should go uh, this way. Okay, okay, once we have this space, covered this, then go into the NBFC space, which is also very similar, people-dependent organization. Manufacturing units are completely, you know, machine-dependent organizations. They're not, mm -hmm. you know, uh, they, they don't care about PMS. They don't, they're not much concerned about engagement and so on. And my product fits... There well. So we slowly realized where is our best, uh, no, what, what is the sweet spot and uh, tried to move there and, you know, uh, iteratively kept building, building, you know, uh, and, you know, today it's a very, very, you know, holistic product, I would say, higher to retirement. Gotcha. What were some of the uh, biggest challenges that you faced across uh, while, while building and growing this venture? Uh, see, we, we completely bootstrapped. And I can tell you, any bootstrap company would have gone through these challenges. One of the, uh, like, while well, funds, etc., is a challenge, you know, um, everywhere. But uh, more than funds, it was about uh, gaining people's trust. Hmm. Uh, despite that, so I I have so many cases where where everything went well. The top management also really liked the product, but they did not buy us because. We were not uh, from a you know, big brand name or we didn't have a big brand backing. So the trust was, uh, maybe they're, they're right on their side also. Uh, you know, what happens if the company shuts down tomorrow? What do we do? And this was one of the very, very, you know, uh, big challenge uh, uh, that uh, I faced uh, you know, uh, initially uh, in converting customers. Uh, funds, of course, were, um, because we are a bootstrap company, we had to, uh, we, we do not have very deep pockets and we had to take decisions uh, completely based on how the cash flows are being uh, are 
or what is the position of cash flow at that point of time so yeah that was uh, these were some you know uh, big challenges uh, that we faced any pivots that you have done to your model uh, so far yeah yeah of course you know uh, we as i said we started as a services company mm -hmm. completely you know uh, stopped or pivoted from that to a to a product company that it, that transition itself was a very big challenge again Uh, because uh, services company is like a tailoring business. Yeah. Um, you come and tell me, okay, what do you want, and I'll maybe stitch a you know a blazer for you or a pant or a shirt for you. But uh, product is like having a Raymond kind of a thing. Okay, okay, this is what I do, and you know nothing else. Uh, so so the mindset also has to change of everyone who is working. Um, uh, you you have to think like a Raymond rather than a tailor. So uh, that was also one of the uh, you know. Uh, challenge, I would say, but I think your question was uh, uh, around pivoting, right? Uh, so one of the pivot was this. Then even one in the product space, uh, we I, I don't know, we started as an intranet, then pivoted into an HR uh, looking mm -hmm. at the you know market conditions. We had built a few other products also, uh, stopped them eventually, like a CRM, you know, invoicing system, etc. We realized it's not the best which which someone. Uh, so you know we realized that we we probably have a very very great hrms uh, uh something a world class product uh, which if we go into the market we can compete with the top you know uh, three as well but for others we were not that so we eventually kind of stopped that uh, you know product sensors and pivoted and you know concentrated on this uh, thing got you got you so uh now a little bit on your uh, personal journey as an entrepreneur uh, tell us why entrepreneurship uh, you you, you uh, said about uh, uh, about your background of you know business but business alone is not entrepreneurship entrepreneurship is also a process of creation like you mentioned there's a difference between trading and uh, entrepreneurship so why entrepreneurship yeah. uh see honestly i will tell you maybe it, it was probably by chance as well uh one of the uh, key drivers while while i was very certain and uh, being being from a marwadi family uh, when i was in second year engineering also uh, my dad had told me okay at max i let you work for two years somewhere hmm. uh, post that you have to build a business by yourself or i'll you know uh, buy a shop for you And you have to sit there and do a traditional business. We are basically into jewelry, uh, you know, uh, business retail jewelry. So uh, it was very clear for me. It was like a, you know, uh, uh, and honestly, I did not want to get into that uh, retail. Uh, yeah, I was good at with engineering computers. I liked a lot. I want to do something uh, in this space only. So initially, the plan was to, you know, uh, get into a good company, learn something, and maybe, you know. Uh, uh, set up a new company after two years of working somewhere uh but fortunately or unfortunately when we just graduated the uh, lehman brothers bubble had burst right so uh, there there was uh, in 2008 it was a very bad time mm. uh, and there was a lot of layoffs uh, honestly the job market was hit badly and and so on so uh, and uh, it probably was a blessing in the, in, in disguise also for us because uh, that is the time when we thought okay, okay anyways there is nothing to do why not start with something which could you know uh, be into which could at least help me sustain and uh, do what i am liking so got into this space uh, 
then realized uh, and uh, honestly it was uh, until then i have i i, I had just you know taken uh, entrepreneurship very lightly okay, you know business hai koi bhi kar leta hai matlab my dad has been doing it everyone else i am doing it but uh, uh, entrepreneurship is very completely different from business hmm. uh, it is more about value creation as you rightly said rather than just you know money making or operationally making it effective and so on so value creation is something and then uh this definitely you know uh, I, i started liking uh, what what i was doing and uh, 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 sort of you know getting into the product space that was also one of the reasons getting into the product space was uh, services was was good revenue good margins but again value creation i didn't see that happening finally we are just doing a tailoring business which doesn't create much value on earth but it was one of the you know uh, motivating factors that we wanted to do something uh no which which will probably leave a legacy and uh, also make us or the entire no uh, community or uh, feel proud okay, okay we built something in india which could probably you know uh, be used by the entire world what were, now that you have uh, explained to us uh, um, about, about why you chose entrepreneurship and what is entrepreneurship uh can you tell us what are some of the skill sets that are required for entrepreneurship or uh who should be a right person for for entrepreneurship what is the personal trait uh, oh. okay honestly i would say uh, entrepreneurship is not for normal people okay. uh i i now i'll i'll just like to you know uh, tell you i i read a book by peter thiel 0 to 1 Uh, mm-hmm. maybe you might have a lot of and it's a very nice book and uh, over there uh, in in one of the chapters it was said ke entrepreneurs uh, usually you have a standard normal curve mm-hmm. where which is skewed towards normal yeah so 80% of the people will be normal you know uh, saying mm-hmm. the rest of the people will be abnormal if you see an entrepreneur's curve it is an inverted bell curve okay you will not find normal people uh, there some are completely you know uh, very uh, kind of hard working types and some are very you will find a lot of uh, you know selfish entrepreneurs also so uh, what what i would say is uh, i cannot you know put it like a skill set for doing entrepreneurs all about uh, finding the right boss on why to do uh, entrepreneurship but who should do entrepreneurship uh, uh, i would say someone who 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 can take risks can manage failures uh you know and uh, can sustain in in the worst of the you know uh, scenarios also uh should probably you know uh, try because honestly it's a very very you know exciting journey but at times it is very brutal as well uh and finally my last question for you tell us what are the learnings that you have got got as an entrepreneur so, so all these years you would have faced multiple problems probably made some mistakes and you would have learned from it so what are those learnings that are scalable applicable at other uh, ventures uh, that you take away there, there are so many you know uh, uh, entrepreneurship can teach you a lot of things which school college any university uh, actually cannot some of them are like patience building patience is also one of very important things that entrepreneurship taught me uh, leadership uh honestly i i haven't found any course that you that could make you a leader it is uh, you know situations like you know uh, when, when you're doing business or when you're running a company uh, which which gets the leader out of you 
then you know handling failures one of the very uh, these days i am seeing so many of suicides happening and you know just just for uh, just because you fail in an exam uh, leads to someone you know uh, doing a suicide and this is this is something uh, which uh, no uh, school or college uh, could probably ever teach you handling failures so that is something you know entrepreneurship uh, has uh, uh, taught me uh like patience handling failures leadership uh, also you know uh, managing costs very well that is also something which which this entire journey taught me so these are some some very you know value added stuff i would say which i have learned uh, in my overall you know entrepreneurship experience and of course it also tells you how to create value out of nothing nothing yeah <laughs> cool uh on this note i think uh, we are up with time thanks uh, for joining wiki and it was a pleasure to have you on our platform thank you thank you priya i also equally enjoyed it thank, thank you. you have a good day have a great day bye